What's up, world? Uh, welcome to another episode of You Did What? Curious Conversations About Love and Sex. Today's show is diving into the world of play parties for grown folks, aka sex parties, usually looked upon with a lot of stigma. Today we have a chat about what they're actually like. And for all you curious mofos out there, we get into some do's and don'ts so that when you decide to dabble, you are prepared. So don't say I've never done anything for you, all right? Let's get into it. All right. What's up, world? Uh, welcome to You Did What? Curious Conversations About Love and Sex. I am your host, Eric Fleming. Follow me on Twitter. I don't know why y'all motherfuckers aren't like adding me right now. Um, it's at YDW underscore podcast. Tweet me. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know how I'm doing. Um, today, we are giving you the walk down of attending sex parties. They happen. People want to go. You're probably one of them. So by the end of this episode, you're going to know like exactly what to do and what not to do and some things that you should consider in doing so. Um, so right now I have two lovely guests who have uh, had a little bit of experience in the scene. Uh, they're going to introduce themselves and uh, we'll have a little bit of chat about what their experience has been like. So my first guest, Mr. J. What's up? Hello, sir. Um, let's let's say name, orientation, and um, tell me, so, uh, why should people go? Like if I have never been to a sex party... What am I missing out on? Why should I go? So my name is Jay for the Jay. purposes of this show. <laughs> Orientation, I would say, is straight. Stravy. Stravy. Okay. That's that's a good way to say. Mm-hmm. Uh, for, for people who don't know what guavy or stravy is, what is stravy? Stravy is mostly straight, but with some, I guess, curious. You would might dabble. Be. Yeah, I, I have not yet, but yeah. I would can certainly consider. Yeah, I do. I do. All right. I, I am proud of you for your intentions. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, and <laughs> why should people go? I, yeah, know, what am I missing out on? I think you're missing out on the experience of, you know, a collective sense of sexuality. So that I think, you know, there's couples, obviously, that's a beautiful thing, mm-hmm. and threesomes and, and, you know, two couples getting together. But there's something about a group of people coming together for the purpose of exploring each other's bodies and just having fun together and just sort of, you know, like-minded people coming together. I think there's there's almost like a, it's almost a political act in a way. Whoa. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Whoa. What, say more about that. What do you mean? You know, to admit that you are non-monogamous in this very monogamous-centered culture is yeah. is an it's a political act to an to an extent. Hmm. I'm not saying that like you're going to a party to like bring some banners and signs and stuff, <laughs> but I think that to to be among like-minded people who have mm. you know more um, broad views about sexuality and about. Um, you know, exploring bodies and how it's not that big a deal and how you can, um, I don't want to say separate, but, but you know, kind of that there's sexual. I, I saying celebrate. It's like, it's a, it's sure. a space for you to celebrate Absolutely. the fact that you don't have shame about yeah. having and, other interests and ideas and explore your own interests and ideas. I think it's a personal, it was a personal exploration for me Yeah, as someone who had been in a very long-term relationship before that monogamous, mm-hmm. uh, and then on a series of, variously successful relationships um it was a chance for me to really like see what i'm about what what i like what i don't like you know Hmm. did you did you surprise yourself in any kind of way were you surprised by something that you're like oh wow i like that i didn't Mm, a little bit a little bit yeah yeah can we hear about any of that um it's okay if it's no 
I, I got to think about it for a okay. minute. I'll, I'll come up with that. I'll come up with something. Okay. All right. On to my next panelist, Miss Sunshine. Hi. <laughs> Hi. What's happening? So, uh, name, orientation, and what? Why should I go? What am I missing out on? Okay. Uh, Tell me. Well, Eric calls me Sunshine, so we're just mm-hmm. going with that today. <laughs> um, uh, I am. I. I don't know. I have sex with both men and women. I guess romantically, generally wavy. straight. You're but wavy? yeah, I'm pretty wavy. Okay. Um, yeah. I'm. I'm I don't know. I usually just use the word queer, I think, is kind of a nice catch-all. Yeah, and, all right. Um, uh, what was that? Oh, why to go? So yeah, like, what, what am I missing out why on? Should why should one go? go? Um, I think I think go or if it's you, something that's ever been something that you're curious about. I think it's a, a great way to kind of... Ex- yeah, kind of... It, <laughs> There's something about the way that you can kind of experience your own self in relation to different kinds of people and different kinds of spaces ah. that I think can be really opening up things about yourself. It's um, they're fun. They're um, yeah. I think it's a good way to kind of just figure out like what you like, what you don't like, how you how you relate to different kinds of bodies and mm-hmm. spaces and. Um, I think I hear you saying like you're giving yourself permission to step into parts of yourself that you don't necessarily yeah. operate in yeah yeah it's basis. just like another like bodily discursive language you know that it's Ooh. like you can i don't know it's 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 um even personality wise too yeah i think that's true well, yeah. I, I think and and that kind of how i got into this was that i had also been in like only monogamous relationships and then mm-hmm. after one i was approached by somebody who is partnered and was like very clear about that and was like would you consider seeing me and i i did and then i met his partner and kind of explored that kind of a dynamic. And then through that, started exploring more of the, like, I don't know, then kind of like just finding my own um, space to kind of explore all the different modes in which I can like care for people mm-hmm. and also experience sexual relationships with different people that some are very casual, some are very serious, some are very momentary. But like each one had this sort of unique, I don't know, kind of crystallized some unique thing about my myself and my yeah. sexual identity that were were just fun so okay. the more i explored it then i started going to some of these more you know group mm. group things and, yeah. all right let's see what would i say why go um i haven't really been to heaps of like the the bigger like circuit sex parties but i will say one one thing to take away that i've experienced is um just the <laughs> I love this word so much. The dopeness of people that is present the there. Mm-hmm. People, I, like, yeah. I, it, again, it was like one of the best house parties I've ever gone mm-hmm. to. Yeah, it's like yeah. first of all, you have great cocktails here, <laughs> <laughs> really good snacks. Thank you for that. Um, it was in my neighborhood, which is great. And four, I left with friends, so I was everything that I I went into it with all these um, I don't know misconceptions that it, it was going to be like this thing, and I left with buddies and we were like oh yo you want to go get brunch or you want to go like take a walk through the park like actually yes you're really cool people and um i don't know i, I would say allow yourself to be surprised by the potential in people i, I, I agree completely like yeah. the, the first one i went to I, I made friends instantly because like when you share that kind of space with someone the intimacy you know that trust and like that's reciprocated you know we went out to like a late you know dinner breakfast yeah. whatever you want and like now i'm still friends with those people just from that one night i'm like mm-hmm. we instantly have this connection to each other you know because we shared that together mm-hmm. and then we talked about it and like shared food and like what our experiences were like where we came to it from mm-hmm. and it, it's amazing you know 
Yeah, you know, I guess I guess what's coming up for me right now is um, when even when people hear the term sex party, it has like a, a weight and a connotation of yeah. needing to be a thing and you have to be this kind of person to go or like you're um, like a scandalous, like devious, sexual deviant kind of a person. It's like, no, actually, you're just some dude who does research who likes to hang out with people and sometimes make out with them, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's mm-hmm. it's a really interesting way to have all of the stigmas that you've or in misconceptions that you have had or been walking around with just immediately thrown into your face. Like, all right, make it, you have to make a decision right now because everything is in your face and you have to shift it in order to kind of participate in mm-hmm. it. Um, it's true, but I, I like the word deviant. Okay. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I like, like, I, I like exploring the dark side a little bit, you know, it's like, because, yeah, I mean, I'm totally about that because it's like, because we, we have these like, I don't know. Our culture just like imbues on us all these like conceptions of like what we're supposed to do, and when you get into that and and you try things that are otherwise outside of the normal bounds, you realize like there's nothing wrong with it. You know, it's a beautiful thing, and it Mm -hmm. it opens your mind to you know many people's perspectives, be it on you know gender or sexual orientation or whatever. You know, like if you're a deviant, then everybody else is a deviant. You know, Mm -hmm. in some way or another. So let's talk a little bit about your first times going to a sex party. <laughs> what was happening in your mind? What were you freaking out about? What were you apprehensive about? First time, what were you apprehensive about? Um, well, I, maybe I'll go the first time. So I, and I, I'd say or I, I didn't stay my first one. Ah, but yeah, I'll say like okay. maybe that's probably the first one I stayed at. Um, yeah, yeah, might be a good way because the first time I think I did let I had a lot of anxieties that overwhelmed me and then I was like I'm just not comfortable so left but Mm -hmm. um, had similar ones and found ways to negotiate them the second time Um, what were some of those uh, anxieties I think I think a big part of it was that perception of like I don't know these are swingers or something you know like that it was like a sex party it just Mm -hmm. I it that all felt feel very like and and uh and, and and that's just not my my, my mo. And mm-hmm. then what I did find, and the, the reason I honestly stayed was that I started talking to people, and it was like, I'm a cancer researcher, and I'm a you know publisher of uh, of academic texts, and you know, and so like I actually ended up ended up kind of accidentally staying. I didn't intend to stay the second time, <laughs> but I was like, tell me more about your research, you know. And like I got so interested in like yeah. discussing like an essay someone was working on that then all of a sudden I was like, oh, everybody around us is like getting naked. But I was still kind of like, no, you have to finish, yeah, right. you know, like let's talk the footnotes now, you know. <laughs> and then eventually it's kind of like, oh, now I now I want to make out with you and I guess uh-huh. I want to make out with these other people. Um, so a lot of it was just my perception of that it would be a I don't know. Like I hadn't expected people to just be like great, cool, normal, mm-hmm. intelligent, exciting people. That, and I think in some ways it does draw those kind of people because they're people that are like willing to sort of, yeah, like you say, kind of push on some of those boundaries. And and I think we have as a culture have kind of moved past. I feel like the it was seen as so sort of like marginalized and sort of swinger ish exclusive. That Subversive. now it's a little bit more of like now it's a little bit more of just like regular people that like to take their pants off you know um and i think my anxieties were mostly around that and mostly around just that i would feel weird or like it was abnormal to participate yeah and then i would feel like that i would be going as like that i would be sexualized rather than like being there and having sex or something i don't know Hmm. yeah say more about that um 
<laughs> yeah, I said it and I didn't have any backup. <laughs> it sounded good in my head. <laughs> I think just that, that idea that like, if it was this like hyper explicit, like sexy space, it'd be like, that it like, I don't know that like, it would be like very performative and that it would be like, you know, that you would be there like being a like sexy person doing sexy things uh-huh. for, you know, that like, I don't know that there would be like this sort of imposed upon you sort of narrative of who you are and how you behave. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that rather than like it ended up being like a really freeing space rather than yeah, also uh, just like but it doesn't it isn't necessarily actually I should say that the very first time when I did leave, the one that I went to the first time didn't have that vibe, and I think that was a big part of it. It did feel a lot more like I don't know, like who are you? <laughs> you know, like where did you? It, it, I felt much more kind of like um, much more of like an object or something mm. than a, a participant. Okay, and so gotcha. I think that is why I left the first time. The second time I just felt like really embraced rather than i don't know jay how about you your first time like what so my first time was kind of happenstance i had gone on a date with someone i'd met on okcupid we'd hooked up but there wasn't like a i guess you call it an emotional connection Mm -hmm. and i'd reached out to her to kind of be like hey i had a great time with you we had fun let's go to a sex party (laughs) (laughs) not quite okay uh but but i basically said like would you be interested in like a friends with benefits kind of thing you know and she said she said yeah that'd be cool yeah i felt the same way i'm not really in a place to have emotional connections and she's like oh and by the way i'm going to sex party on saturday do you want to come wow and i was like (laughs) Uh, I fuck with her for her segue. Yeah, I, I was like, I, was I like, like her. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's great. Like, can I just get all my emails? Yeah. <laughs> so actually, I, I like asked style. Sunshine because I knew she'd been to one or two at that point, and I was like, "What's the deal with sex bar?" I was like, "What's your ice pack?" Blah blah blah. What's the deal with sex bar? Yeah, exactly. What did I, what did I say? <laughs> Uh, you gave you gave him thumbs up, you know, and like and was was this via text and like all she did was give you a thumbs up because I feel like that's like a very the emoji no, there was more than yeah. emojis going on in this conversation. Ooh. We yeah, may we have talked about this. Shop, I, think I think we I think we actually talked in person about no, it. No, yeah, I think yeah. we sat at a coffee shop and talked okay. about it. All right, uh, and then so I guess I got up the nerve to say yes and went and you know took a shower and got ready and all that <laughs> stuff and and I guess. No, I, I guess th- th- for me, when you talk about like, I was wondering like, what space am I going to walk into? Like how yeah, crazy, kinky, like what is it? Is it going to be like a dungeon when I go into this place? No, it's just an apartment with like was nice it, people. Was it in Brooklyn? It was in Manhattan. Was I'm not going to, I'm going to, I'm going to leave it at that because you know. It was was a, it a really give nice Give us the address. It was a nice apartment. Yeah. It was a nice apartment. <laughs> okay. uh, and. Give us the address. Uh, and, and I met this woman that I met and she, she, she met me and a couple of other dudes and we went up there and it was just like a normal house party at first. And that, you know, it is just, just hung out, got to know people, had some drinks, you know, there was a bowl of condoms in the middle of the table, but you know, that was just sort of like, it was fine. And do you feel the need to drink or do anything to calm the nerves before you even met up with her? No, I I made a very conscious decision to have a little bit of alcohol at the party to kind of like loosen my nerves, but not so much that I'd have to worry about either doing something embarrassing or having whiskey dick or whatever yeah. it may be. And how so, did you deal with um, that uh, the anxiety of performing? It, you know, I just dealt with it, and it it, it what does that mean for like for people who are like so? I well, I guess mean. I mean personally, I feel confident. And and you part of I th- it, yeah a little well <laughs> right, not I mean, actually no, not just so much my dick but yeah. it's it's more it's more like about 
I feel comfortable. That's a hashtag, by the way. Celebrate your day. Celebrate your day. Yeah. Yeah. Please, everybody, celebrate your day. Uh Anyway, I'm sorry. I interrupted. And that's fine. Uh, And basically, that, like, I knew that, like, if I couldn't satisfy with that, I could satisfy other ways, you know? Yeah. That's not, you know, the D is not the only tool in the toolbox. Uh, So I, I think. I think you have to come. You have to come with a certain amount of, of self confidence to these parties. I mean, there's the, you, you have to be comfortable enough with yourself and your own sexuality and what what boundaries you're willing to cross at these parties. And so there was a very nice person at this party who made me feel welcome, made me feel comfortable before anything went off. And then I that was the first person I started met. I I watched as you know people initiated, and there were a few couples, and they were clearly known each other before mm-hmm. and then when she had been with one guy i said like hey what's up and we started doing things and it was sort of just all evolved devolved from there yeah mm-hmm. what okay. about you what about me? you're first you're first <laughs> um, yeah um what what's the question like what was i apprehensive about or yeah like, and like what happen? was the what was the context i meant yeah oh man um well, let's see. I, I don't know. Like, I knew it was going to be like a smaller uh, situation, but I had no idea if it was going to be. Well, I knew it was uh, invite only kind of a situation. Mm-hmm. And like, there was like an application process, which was. An application. Rather, yeah, Applica- was, like, Tell an us more. Yeah. I mean, there were like pictures. They wanted to know like what you do. Um, I don't know. Which is essentially like your Facebook profile. And uh, they wanted to know you're not crazy kind of a thing. They wanted to know that you're attractive and that you weren't crazy. Um, and so then once you were approved, they gave you like a time to show up. Um, and yeah, it, it was, I don't know. I was expecting, um, a much bigger situation, but it was like really small. It was cool. The guys that were hosting were a really lovely couple and they, uh, greeted you with a cocktail and, um, they introduced you to at least three people just to kind of get conversation started. That's a nice, that's a nice yeah. host that's good. technique. They broke I the think ice. that's they did a really, really good nice. Job of that. Yeah. Um, but again, I was just really surprised by the fact that it was so comfortable and mm-hmm. it was just people talking about like what they were reading and mm-hmm. that actually helped yeah. too because there was a lot of books around the room. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I like that. And yeah. so people were like referencing the bookshelf. Like, oh, I have that. I just read that. Oh yeah. What did you think about it? So it was just like, <laughs> it wasn't like you were in a library, but it was, um, it was like a really nice house party slash book club. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, there was, there was actually some mentions of Oprah up in there. So like, <laughs> Uh, yeah, it was it was oh, really turn me on, but you know. Yeah, right. Um, and then, I mean, there was definitely like a moment in the night where it was like, oh, okay, so mm-hmm. this is not book club. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I think uh, definitely some misconceptions to get out of the way, or that I think need to be addressed when it comes to like sex parties and sex talk is that um, that it's that sexuality is abnormal. I think you know, like this is just kind of a, like a natural way to express yourself, and a lot of other people want to share in that. Um, and it can be fun. You can learn a lot about yourself and you can actually create community from it. Like there were people who mm-hmm. didn't necessarily do anything uh, risque or like anything penetrative. Um, some people just like had drinks and made out and gave them a massage and that was it. You know? mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. you don't have to do <laughs> like you don't have to be um, <laughs> like America's next top like gangbang uh-huh. introducer. Right. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like sexy time is fun and it's diverse, I would say. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Um, all right, so we we mentioned this, or actually we didn't mention it yet. I want to mention it, Miss um, Sunshine. You talked about being inclusive at mm-hmm. sex parties of uh, race, sexual identity, uh, sexual orientation. Can mm-hmm. you uh, 
elaborate on that a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, I think this is, and this is still ongoing, to be honest. Like, my my biggest frustration, I guess, with my experience. Um, weirdly, I think a lot of these, like, these groups can get, like, kind of pair off to be very, like, either yeah. pretty, like, queer and queer embracing or pretty straight. And, and I... I don't know how to resolve that, but I've a lot of the things I've been to have been like weirdly very heteronormative and also mm-hmm. had like very traditional images of like female female attractiveness, like what that is supposed to look like. And I and I, I find that actually is a huge turnoff to me about a lot of these, that there's this real like like the idea of femininity just seems like very restrictive, weirdly, in a space mm-hmm. that should be really exploratory in that. Um and like the women I'm attracted to are really um why like I, I can be really attracted to very feminine qualities but also like very I guess what we call like butch qualities or you know and like that this space tends to be very I don't know and also that tends to make for the my experience has been a lot of them where it's like women can um hook up or play around and then men don't yeah. which I find yeah. like a really and it feels and it, it's fucked up and it's <laughs> bullshit right and it feels yeah, it and that is probably the number one thing that I think is really it just makes it it, it makes it, I don't know, it makes, it does, do that's the think, only thing that makes it feel very like. It still feels so rigid in those ways. What What's keeping things from being know. real? I, I, there's, I think there's a lot. I think one, there's just cultural expectations, you know? I, it, 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 there's mm. cultural expectations to it. So it's, I think. Cultural it, expectations. It, well, like swing, what's, who swingers are, what they're about, how these communities form. Oh, okay, so. Right. Like, people of color aren't swingers kind of now, I'm not saying that that's what you're saying but, yeah. well, but, we, should but get, we should get to the issue of race common. too I think yeah. now we're just talking about sexual yeah, identity yeah, I think we're yeah, talking that, about that sexual, right sexual orientation yeah. more than but I mean if if people listening can't tell you're talking to two white I, people I wouldn't be able to tell well I think it, I mean I think I think it's important to, to yeah, let I mean, it be known yeah. because I think that the parties that we go to are predominantly white, right? And they're predominantly I would say heteronormative. Well, I, I would say not. But that that actually is the one of the reasons that the ones that I've gone to recently, mm-hmm. I've been drawn to. If they haven't really resolved, I would say the the sexual part. It's still, but it's hosted by a couple that is um, interracial couple that felt very frustrated by the fact that mm-hmm. it's that that would happen and that and. And like what they saw as being a pretty white exclusive group, so they started throwing their own events. I think yeah. with that being sort of the the the, the sexual mission statement. Right. So I find that 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 has it's you know it's 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 better at least, and it's mm-hmm. like much more, um, much more diverse mm-hmm. in that regard. But it still is pretty straight e. So I and I don't know yeah. maybe Even with like yeah. gay parties that I've seen, for example, like uh, back at, and this is like a relic at this point. But when I was uh, a young gay to New York City, there was a uh, website called Adam for Adam. This was like pre ground. Oh, I've mm-hmm. heard of it. Yeah. yeah. And so they they would list like sex parties by neighborhood or by like uh, by borough, whatever. And they would be like specifically um, like <laughs> like homo thug, like poppy, like you're Latino and black. And then there's like this is the white guys uh, sex party, and like it would be like a group or even a listing like we're a group of white guys looking for like a black stallion, and it's like this that, is yeah. like, what? <laughs> like how come it can't just be like gays who want to touch gays? You know, it has yeah. to, like why does why are there so many divisions? But I mean that's just I don't know like sexuality for some reason in the group setting it, it's almost like um, 
people by hosting certain parties are saying who's allowed to part- well they are saying who's allowed to participate and who's allowed to have sex in this particular type of mm. way Oh, and that's tricky because in some ways it is like part of the art of hosting these, I think, is creating a very, in terms yeah. of dynamics and people that would get along being fairly, I think it's fair to be exclusive. Like these are people mm-hmm. that we think would really get along. Right. So you are curating lists, but how to do that in a way that is also not then, you know, kind of like yeah. well, self-creating these, aws- I don't know. That's and a, I've even talked to guys, yeah. um, like people that I used to hook up with, um, just like we're friends now. But they say like they try to host groups and they only invite, they end up only inviting white guys because their other friends who want to come are like, even, even, and this is crazy too, like even if they invite black dudes, they're like, or like a black dude, they're like, I only, the black dude too will say, I only fuck white guys. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What are you talking about? Like, what do you mean? Yeah. Like, come on. Um, I don't know. It's, it's, it's astounding to me. And, just and, the, the cur- curative process. It's, it's kind of a logistics thing, though. I mean, you, you think about you know the the couples that know each other that then find out that they're like, oh, they're into like you know swapping or whatever, you know, having these parties. It's like you know people of a certain class and race know each other, and so that's those those are the groups that form when it comes to private parties. So it's I don't think it's an in, so much an intentional thing. And what I like so much about the first party that I went to, where, where I think it I would could, like to believe that where where it went up a level for me from like this is interesting. I'm kind of enjoying myself to really good was when uh, an Asian man showed up with two black women and they they brought the the party to a new level you know they they kind of came i think with a little bit more freedom to play with toys and to play with other people and just brought a new energy to it but i particularly connected with those two women and had a lot of fun with it but but it, it does there is a real sense of of that limitation but even within that that party there was a sense that like Men could play with women. Women could play with women, but men would would not mm-hmm. play so with each other. So, what do you other. think needs to happen so that we can begin to either deconstruct mm-hmm. that or have more conversations or uh, shift the curating process so that it is more yeah. inclusive? What needs to happen? I mean, I think the fragility of masculinity needs to be discussed <laughs> a little bit more. That, like, if dudes yeah. want to like mess around with other dudes, it doesn't it's like okay. you know, like it's fine, you know, and like, and 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 that's the frustrating thing I found for these parties is like that's something I'd like to explore in them, but that's clearly not. Have you? Did you have any conversations with the other guys that were there about like, hey, it, do you dudes want to no. touch dudes? No, it was just clear. It was you didn't you didn't have to have conversations like that wasn't what was going on for it these was, dudes. You say it was just clear. But okay, so I my my hesitation there is yeah, like no one on no fun. one would have known had they not have talked to you that there's something that you could like possibly want to like try right. So I, I feel like you're kind of making the same assumption about everybody else that was in the room. Okay, so the I would say that these these men had been more familiar with each other and to these part. In, in other words, they were more experienced at these parties and knew this group, this Dynamic. culture. Right, exactly. Okay. So I was to some extent following their lead as to what was done and what wasn't and it was clear that they were not having any interactions directly with each other there was always a woman involved or two women so involved. what if you bring a buddy that like a dude who's down to touch dudes and like mm-hmm. you two got to start That's it. I, maybe that needs to be like a buddy system where you actually say like yeah. bring because i think there also needs to be much more there also just to be more body diversity i think just overall oh, you know what i mean yeah, yeah yeah and i, th- I wonder too. if it would be kind of just like bring a buddy who has a different orientation than you or bring up. I don't know. I don't know if you huh. could do that, but that would be a fun party to just say like, 
you know, if you're straight brain, I don't know. But then, I, then it's still like is reifying these same categories. I don't know. And this is the small circle that, be, that I got, you know, I happened into. That doesn't mean that there aren't circles out there that obviously, you know, are much more diverse in terms of all of these different categories. How do you all find your sex parties that you're going to? Um, personal combat. Yeah, and then I, and I also after she, that, she, I, personal invite. Uh, yeah, just, yeah that's, just it was all personal. You're on a three train and somebody slips you a little invite. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, text message hey what are you doing on friday i mean it's like that word yeah and man i need better friends um. yeah i was invited the first yeah. but yeah they've all been like personal invites i guess there, there, there is one what i would call professional party that i've been to and that was more excuse me well they charged money you know it was at did everybody space. wear power suits there was a lot of there was a lot of costuming but i would not say power suits was was think, the yeah but so like batman <laughs> there were some corsets there were some you know a lot of like so like cocktail party yeah. attire you know what you know? And we we kind of so we had like some pre-show talk and i was talking about um how i would never have a threesome with a man and a woman so i was actually I'm gonna push you on that women in corsets though i think that's oh, super sexy like, i still again i don't like I don't find myself like wanting to do things, but I was like, yo, you're stunning. So can I, put, can I push you on something? Push me, yeah. Um, so you, we've been talking about this, like bringing up more, you know, how do we bring different kinds of people and orientations and right. everything. But you, which I'm is the problem. Well, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. But you, you did say before this started that like you have trouble like feeling aroused, hearing women like making their sexual sounds that they make and that like that that auditory thing is a bit of a turnoff for you mm -hmm. so if you were to host something as a group that had women they would definitely be like making coming noises with right. that like is you know like is, is you know there what? maybe i guess like the the problem is is there a is there an actual like do you think that having women within a, a mostly gay group group sex scenario would be actually like I don't I don't know. It's just interesting that you well, said I feel that. Like and I was gay like, guys don't know how to act. First of all, and like there will be a lot of like gold star gays. You like oh and I don't like all that annoying thing yeah. that gay guys do. Um, but you know, as you pose that question, I'm actually thinking. Well, I, I, two things came to mind. Uh, for one, it's like when I am like watching porn. It's like I'm watching for a specific purpose. I want to hear specific things and see certain images. And hearing a woman's voice is not one of those things. It was like, okay, within this context, no, move. But if it's if it's a party, if it's a different situation, okay, yeah. would that be different? Like if I was just totally vibing on the energy that was in the room and things were happening and it just kind of naturally happened, would it have the same kind of effect? I don't know. And I can't say that it would That's be the same. I don't know. Because yeah. those are totally different circumstances. Um, I don't know. It could be cool just watching. I don't know. I have no answer so for Maybe that. there needs to be just like more people just trying to host things. And also like being like, maybe if the dynamic doesn't get as sexy as you want it to or something, then you just like go with whatever it is. I, I don't know. I don't know. I think so. I think what you're talking about is just being, I mean, and we hear, it's kind of cliche at this point, but like be open-minded about what you're doing or just be open-minded about allowing for other people's pleasure mm -hmm. or be um be a facilitator in pleasure how about that yeah mm -hmm. yeah and yeah. buy a lot of corsets it sounds like <laughs> everybody <laughs> <Yes>. wear corsets <laughs> i, want I don't want to no i i would not show up in a corset i do enjoy I breathing like but i <laughs> yeah. like looking sexy a little bit more <laughs> okay um we're gonna we're gonna get into some do's and don'ts in a second we're about to cut into some music 
go make some refills on drinks and then talk about some do's and don'ts of sex parties jam okay so i lied we're not getting into the do's and don'ts right now because i found some footage from we're just like rolling and we didn't know we were recording that is brilliant that i have to throw in here we're talking about kegel study dates how can you not bring in kegel study dates so we're about to do that before we get into the do's and notes you won't be upset with me i promise you That's yeah, all is. I want in life. Is, it is. I, I'm more attracted to nerds than... Nerds are kind of... Sexy <sighs> nerds. Sexy nerds. There's nothing sexier. Yeah, that for, see, we got to get that voice going. Yeah. I, I feel like you just got... You just got to look... Ooh. <laughs> ooh. Okay. Look at you turn the gay man on uh, right Yeah, now. so then after that, so then, so then we were both like, you know what we should do is when we brush our teeth, we'll Kegel? both do them. So, so I've just you been Kegel doing every time you brush your teeth? No. Oh, if I remember, yeah. Most of my tooth brushing and Kegel. Isn't that like muscle Kegel. memory? Like <laughs> It's starting to get that way. Poor it's getting a little Pavlovian. Vagina, like. yeah. yeah, it's getting a little Pavlovian where it's like, ooh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and, it's, uh, and I, I would say about like three weeks ago, there was the first remark of like, oh, oh hey. yeah. Okay. You've been, and he was like, you've been working. <laughs> I was like, yeah. It's the equivalent of like checking yourself out in the mirror at the gym. Like, mm-hmm. oh. There's uh-huh. one pack on my stomach. Uh-huh. This okay. goes back to the conversation of why I prefer vagina to ass because of that quality to it. You know, like you can notice the difference in strength. All right, let me tell you. <laughs> it's personal preference. It's personal not preference. a judgment. It's not I'm just saying. Um, I mean, aesthetically. I've had some. Well, no, I'm just saying like I've had some really tight buttholes around my peen. <laughs> and I've had people do magical things with their butthole. I can, yeah, I can see because you yeah. can also tight. There's muscle there. Yeah, you there's can also. Yeah. There's yeah. definitely a can tightenable muscle. Yeah. yeah, squeeze and move and do things. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm sure. All right, whatever. Like, no, I, don't I, play I, I have. I can't, listen, listen. I can't my, my my dick has been as limited butthole, so I don't. You know, I can't really. Com- I can't compare. I want to like put you on a butthole challenge. <laughs> butthole challenge. <laughs> butthole challenge. Yeah, like right. thirty day butthole challenge. Like fuck Bikram, you're on a thirty day butthole challenge. All right. I like that. If you line up the buttholes, I'll stick my dick in. Ah, oh, that's great. That was really good. I got a high five. That was good. <laughs> let's do this okay all right kids um so we are getting into some do's and don'ts um of sex party etiquette so i have a bowl here of um (laughs) what will prove to be really interesting things um i'm just going to pull them out and we're going to talk about them um oh really okay the first one do bring condoms and toys let's talk about it okay that was mine okay well tell me what talk about it because I feel like I would never want to bring my personal toys to a party. I but I don't know. Do you? Talk to me. Uh, well, I just noticed that the first party that I went to, mm-hmm. um, it was mostly couples and a few solos, I guess you'd say. And then later on, this dude showed up with a whole arsenal of yeah, like toys. A bag of goodies. Yeah, and it, it, it kicked it, it up a notch. Like is it really. The guy you're telling me about? Yes. Ah, yeah. it was like Willy Wonka. Oh, I'm I'm telling. He was like he <laughs> yeah. Party he came correct. Willy. Yeah, he was like. Wait, so everyone was using them? They're, they showed up. He, and used- I mean, he was pretty much in control of them because they were his. But I feel like he was like the star of the show because he <laughs> so had. Was he like wielding them out like 
I feel like you need this. You know, <laughs> <laughs> who can take what a rainbow? That's behold. Huh. You look like you need really this though. I mean, condoms are just like they're yeah. obvious. I mean, mm-hmm. Generally, when people host, they have like a, a bunch there already. But I think bring your preferred brand kind. You know, like you should expect and expect to use a lot. That's the thing. It's like because you're gonna be in a lot of people. You're going to be switching around. You may or may not come when you're doing it. Like you, you, there's, you need a lot. So condoms, no doubt. Okay. Bring condoms and toys. What were you saying? I'm sorry. Got distracted. Uh, (laughs) Generally the host brings condoms already. So that there will be condoms if you forget, but I think it's good to bring your own brand. You know, you want to be comfortable, right? So, you know, for me, it's skin personally. I don't know if you'd like those. Those are the lamb kind, right? Mm, they're not land. They're, they're not latex, but they yeah. like they hold their heat better. They're, they're Actually, very, they're really nice. I've been hearing that lambskins are way better. Than they're latex. great. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Your lambskin, like your pro. Yeah, lamb. I have a, I have fairly sensitive skin, and it's just much more pleasant. This I feel is, like when somebody shows up with those, it's like this is Brooklyn, though. Helpful. You know, the vegetarians might have a problem. So <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know if lambskins <laughs> going to work out. Um, okay. So you, condoms, like that's that's a no brainer. But but toys, yeah, I think you uh, should be. Have you ever gone to any parties where there were no condoms, or people no. were like barebacking, no. and it no. was like, or had no. like somebody been like a rogue attendant who only wanted to bareback? No. no, no. Actually, somebody did like bring a friend who should not have probably been there because like I think it's good to keep a tight invite list, and he was yeah. the only person that tried to talk me into that, and I was like. No, <laughs> no, this is not. It's like that's did you definitely not. Blow him? Like, kind of, kind of. I was like, no. And then it, I think it was his first time being in an environment like that, and I was like, this yeah, is I, not. I feel like that's grounds for expulsion. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to pull that, I mean, if people okay. are into it, whatever. But I don't think it's appropriate. Otherwise, like mm-hmm. if you are like go to, um, I don't know, in like gay sex parties, like they're definitely bareback specific. Oh, parties. interesting. Okay. Yeah. So I'm wondering, like, does that happen for straights as well? Maybe not that I've encountered. Yeah, but. haven't encountered. I, I could see maybe a really tight knit group that know each other and know yeah. they've all been mm-hmm. tested. Then sure, yeah, I could see that. Huh. But you know, for you know, straight couples, you have to worry about pregnancy too. So, Ooh, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think just it's a maybe in general. It's just a, for all the men and women, but women in particular. I think. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want. So, wait, sunshine. How do you feel about? Um, bringing toys to parties uh, so i've never done that or i don't know I, I guess that's fine if you want to i i don't think if somebody showed up with like a treasure trove of toys i'd be that into putting them on my like in your person. yeah i guess if i brought my own but what about like if, if he brought a strap on you wouldn't want to like just maybe yeah i might yeah i mean i i have i have the only time i've worn a strap on was when it was like just a threesome but somebody did bring oh, it and they're like we brought this for you to try yeah. <laughs> i was like oh neat no that's what i'm saying <laughs> um, bring your own bring what you're comfortable bring what yeah, you want to fuck with. i guess I, yeah no I, I might consider i guess i feel like in that environment so much of it is just the like i, I it just doesn't even seem like it needs hmm. props okay yeah, maybe i i consider it yeah sure okay anyway. all right it's not next thing don't act like a creeper that also must no, be yours. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is more dude specific. Okay. Dudes so, that come uncoupled uh-huh. sometimes sit back and watch. So, all right. So isn't voyeurism a part of being at a sex party though? It is, but there's a fine line, right? You got to, you, you have, I feel like you have to sense, you know, like use your empathy. Like, are you staring too much? Are you... Is it a matter of like closeness then, like physical closeness? Because I feel like, what what is actually uh, how do you distinguish 
the the character behind the watching then you know so like it's i think they're like appearance based or either proximity based so there's i mean there's usually like you know a period of like regular party at the beginning yeah. where people are getting to know each other mm-hmm. so i think once you know that's introductions getting to know everybody um i think as people get comfortable with each other it's, it's less likely but there is a sense, and this is more, I'm thinking of particularly parties where you pay to go, they're more organized, they're not private parties. You know, there are some dudes that just want to sit and watch and maybe jerk off or whatever because either they're nervous to go up to people or whatever it is, or they just like to watch. What? Yeah, what if that's their thing? They're just voyeurs. That's fine, but you also got to respect other people who don't want to feel creeped upon. That's why I say be a creeper. Like voyeur is okay. You know, like if it's, if you you just. What's the difference for you? How do you draw the line? I mean, it's consent. I mean, it's really everything about this is consent. If I'm across the room, I have to, how do I get consent from you? If you're like there and I'm on the other side of the room. I think, I think just be watching people's eyes. Like if they keep notice, if you're watching a couple and particularly maybe another woman is like, keeps noticing you watching them, then stop. You know, if it seems uncomfortable to just like hmm. sense whether your watching has an impact on people who are going at it. Sunshine, as a woman at in a sex party environment, have you ever experienced anything like that, or were you felt like a guy was staring a bit, or even a woman was staring a bit too much and made you uncomfortable? Not really. I think one of the big differences you mentioned. I've never been to a a paid. Oh, I've never okay. been to like one of those generalized parties. I've uh-huh. only been to like invitational only, and they've been so they've been pretty like curated groups i guess you could say mm-hmm. um so i haven't i haven't encountered it too much i would say actually the same person i mentioned that didn't want to use a condom was pretty uh, it wasn't as much creeper but he was pretty sexually aggressive mm. uh, and i found that very uncomfortable but yes, also because yeah. i knew everyone in the environment it was very easy for me to be like back off and then everyone was like <laughs> surrounded you know so i felt very i think then that's maybe why i really like that, that you, space is that what you chose to say to like I think I said it. fuck off, but Ooh, all right, you know, all right. but like nicely with a smile. Um, <laughs> I really wish you'd said, "Hey, back off." <laughs> hey, back off. Um, yeah, so I think yeah, that that was off, the only dude. time I had something like that happen. But I think, I think in at least in that space, I think there's just a so like we're just so happy to be here. We're going to be very sensitive to like yeah. the I, you know like I th- I've only been in environments where I think there's a real sensitivity to everybody's comfort mm-hmm. um but I think it could be really different in one of those kind of like more public paid for events or I think or this whatnot. is less of an issue at, at yeah. private parties because it's such a small group and people know each other and and you you know you feel that sense of responsibility you know because you don't you'd like to get invited back yeah whereas like these other things and and they have their own rules generally when you go mm-hmm. but it, it, there is a sense that there's always a few and sometimes it's fun. Sometimes, you know, voyeurism is part of it. You know? I mean, I've I definitely actually, been watched or I've been like yeah. involved in something and known that the there's people. Yeah, yeah. I want to get your you guys' opinion on this. This is um, something that I found in doing uh, my research on sex party and sex party etiquette. Uh, voyeurism is participation. It's actually holding a space and being a sacred witness for people. React. How do you feel about that statement? I don't have a strong reaction. I guess I don't know. Voyeurism's no, not. Have a strong reaction. Yeah, I like, guess voyeurism's think? not a yes, as no. much of a part of my own. 
I'm such a, I don't know, I'm such a like in it person. I don't know, like I, my, my sexual experience is like, yeah, I'm such a like, I'm, I'm the same way Sunshine like I'm a dance Sunshine is not floor. lacking for interaction at these parties. <laughs> All right. I'm popular. I think, well, I think women in general, I mean, at these parties. Yeah, they all are. That, that like the women are not going to be lacking for contact. And I'm also, I'm very, I feel like for me, sex and dancing are very similar where like huh. when i'm in it i'm like yeah. in it and i'm very i become that's kind of why i like both of those things i become kind of very un, uh, it's like a way to almost escape your sense of the environment and like always like monitoring yourself so hmm. for me this is just for me i'm not a big i'm like less of a visual person um so i don't i just i guess yeah. i don't think about the voyeurism aspect so yeah what do you think um well so for me, it's like I'm not as uh, forward and aggressive as some other dudes you're at also the party. Very conscious of making sure women are comfortable. I, I think that's right. part of it, and and so I will be, uh, especially at the beginning of the party, I'll be more reluctant to just like go up and say like, "Hey, what's yeah. up?" And so I usually do am holding space as a voyeur, you know, because there is a guy that's more, for lack of a better term, alpha than me, and like going at it, and they'll be okay. having sex, and 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 I think maybe that's where my like don't be a creeper comment is like know the line between like holding the space mm-hmm. you know be aware of your own pleasure but be also be aware of their comfort with your uh, watching there's a there's a double consciousness yeah kind of at all times yeah. all right next do um do we, what <laughs> Here, let me see it looks like mine yeah it is <laughs> I can't read the hand. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's really yeah. crispy. Oh, I said, do you bring your host weed instead of wine? Oh, okay. Yeah, actually, I, what, okay. Tell <laughs> so, me. I mean, so one experience I had my first my first party because I was nervous. I was drinking a lot. And my only regret about oh, it is yeah, that I got face. really drunk. And so I kind of lost a point of like, I was consenting, but then I also kind of browned out for a little bit of that. And yeah. like, and okay. I really, so I didn't regret what happened, but I, but I think because you are dealing with nerves like alcohol can get you know a, a bit of a and mm-hmm. and so um one of the other parties i went to somebody showed up with weed and it was such a much more pleasant thing to have as like an available like uh, and then also it's like oh if you need a time out you can go outside and like smoke mm-hmm. a little bit or like it just it was like a nice so i, I you, you would yeah. ask about kind of like etiquette things i'm like i think showing up with yeah. a little bit of weed is a nice people aren't going to think about it and it's like a nice a, alternate yeah that's an interesting i guess or something that just came up for me out of what you said i would say a don't is don't show up wasted <laughs> yeah or just don't drink like don't drink your nerves because it's it's yeah. it's socially yeah it's nerve-wracking and i definitely like deal with that sometimes by drinking a lot but this is an environment where doing that is a little bit different like mm-hmm. you know you get drunk at a dance club and you dance too hard but right. this is a little bit that's, of it yeah yeah and i think something that's that's inherent in there um that i i talk about a lot when i do coaching work is kind of acknowledging the emotion that's present or acknowledging what's in the mm-hmm. room mm-hmm. and i think the benefit of going to like a group uh, sex situation like this is there are other people there who are just as nervous mm-hmm. or who will be receptive to whatever emotional state that you're in at the time so you can you're like all right sure have a drink before you show up but don't be scared it's like wow this is my first time i'm really nervous right now because mm-hmm. somebody will be there to like support you or mm-hmm. like oh mm-hmm. my god me too you know mm-hmm. that could be like your first mm-hmm. hook up in the corner somewhere mm-hmm. uh, so just be okay with whatever you're feeling i would say it's mm-hmm. something that we should maybe throw in there. yeah and actually maybe with that i the first time i went to one i didn't stay and i think it's really important like to not feel stay. like 
yeah, I went because I wanted to understand the space. And then I got there and I realized like I wasn't ready yet. And mm -hmm. I felt like a little bad, but I was kind of like, you know, I just don't think that I'm ready to, to stay for the whole thing, but I'm yeah. great. It was great to talk to people and get to know them. And then I left before I don't know. Like I don't. I don't regret that at all. It was like so. I feel like you should definitely ease into yeah, and make I, sure you're being because especially I think as as women, we always want to be like so accommodating and cool. Mm -hmm. And I think being like very aware of kind of like doing whatever is really comfortable for you. And and you can always say you know this. You can yeah. always say no. Like once you start something, even within a party, you can always you be like no, I'm not comfortable, no. or no, I need yeah. to step back, or I need to well, like yeah. Not even. Um, I don't want to limit your experience as a woman, clearly. Oh, um, sure, yeah. It's but everyone. I think to bring it to like uh, my experience in you know the the mm -hmm. gay world is, you know, there's a, a lot of pressure with, or th that same type of pressure with mm -hmm. men who are more of a bottom, and mm -hmm. feeling like pressure to be receptive or to be open or mm -hmm. to to fuck whoever is in the room or what have you. But it's like it, no, it, if you don't want to stay to like be the sole person getting banged in the middle of the room but you don't have to do that um so at any point you can and this goes into our next point that someone wrote in the bowl don't do anything you're not feeling so if you mm -hmm. want to go home go home if you mm -hmm. don't feel like opening your legs you don't have to if you wanted to sit there and have conversation about like you know art history or whatever <laughs> like you can do that mm -hmm. <laughs> so yeah the next one don't do anything you're not feeling what yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, th there were moments at the first party where I was like ready to go home. Really? Well, because it was Why, mostly... Yeah, talk to me. Why is that? Because it was mostly couples. And yeah. so and couples that already knew each other. So there was a lot of like cross-couple mm -hmm. pollinization or whatever. You know what I mean? So like I felt a little bit left out. Like I came with this one girl and woman, excuse me. And, you know, and she brought a bunch of dudes. And so we, some of us were kind of standing around you know, that she had met independently. She had like a harem of dudes. Basically. Yeah. yeah. Whatever the reverse harem is, that's wow. what she had. And, yeah, it, right? <laughs> and at first I was like, I was just watching and I was like, ah, I mean, this is great. Like it's, it's fun to watch, but I don't know if I'm like going to get involved. I don't mm -hmm. really feel comfortable. Eventually like someone at the party said who I talked to, like made me feel comfortable to do it. But there were, there were a couple, there was one or two other guys that left, you know, before anything happened with them. And I think that's absolutely fine. Like you got to, feel in that moment and even if it's like your first or your 50th like you got to feel yeah. comfortable in that moment i would just say this if you pay for it at least like smoke your fresh share of weed first <laughs> like yeah. get drunk and smoke some get enough you, weed this so is why you, you should yeah. bring weed as so a you nice can, hosting yes, gift exactly yeah. smoke enough so that you're high enough to go on grinder and leave with someone uh, there you go um can right. i wait can i actually yeah can go. i throw in my weird throw it in because i just feel like it was such a, a specific etiquette like i like to use the word etiquette yeah and it's one of these decisions that i think is like an interesting antidote about doing what you do and do not feel uh -huh. so i have been after a larger party been asked to come to like it was like just four people from that to like kind of have a smaller the after thing. party. <laughs> but at the okay. time I was seeing someone, we hadn't gotten exclusive yet, but he just got back in town and all day I felt like very uncomfortable about being like, it's great that you're back. I have to go fuck some people. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> and it, got, <laughs> it got like increasingly. Got like, and the thing is like, it was a very, like it had been confirmed. And like from an Emily Post standpoint, this is like, you know, like your name card is at the table kind mm -hmm. of a like activity. So as the day is going on, I'm like, I just don't feel ethical or comfortable with doing this. So I ended up canceling super last minute. And I felt like, you know, I grew up very like, 
proper notification where I was like, I felt terrible. And I could tell that it was like, it did throw off this dynamic, group yeah. event and dynamic. And I had sort of from a, an etiquette perspective been like really rude, but I felt really good about like what I had done for myself and what I felt comfortable mm-hmm. with. Cause in that particular moment and day and context, I didn't feel comfortable. And it took a lot to feel okay with that. That I'm like, I'm, if this were like any other kind of party, I would have just been an asshole. Cause like, you know, it'd be like, I don't know, yeah. but I felt, so I think really thinking about your own comfort at any given moment and being like, it is okay. This is a different kind of space. I don't know. It's like really important to feel okay with an own own, but it was, it was a fun contradiction to me. Cause I was like, I just felt like it was such a <laughs> like renegade. Yeah. And such and just like such a, a technically rude thing to do, but it, super but, empowering at the same time. But like, yeah, or just right for myself yeah. because of the moment. So yeah, it was a fuck paw, basically. A fuck paw. Ooh. It was a fuck paw. Hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. All right. What is next? Dude, realize it's just a party with sex. Mm. I dig that. Like I was, I was explaining to, um, to my, my homeboy Mark earlier that uh, the first party that I went to, it felt like one of the, one of the dopest house parties that I've ever gone to. Um, everybody was being social and like charming and like talking about our interests and whatever. It's like, oh my God, I'm having a great time. And then like somebody got to start. I'm like, oh wait, yeah. I'm like, <laughs> we're about to do things to each other's bodies. Okay. But yeah, had a ball, had a ball. And like, you can definitely like opt in or opt out, but mm. parties are parties. And at some point people will do things, but you can opt out if you want. Yeah, and mingle and talk to people like it's a normal thing. Yeah, you know, like be normal. T- like yeah, everybody has that in the back of their mind, but just like you know, yeah, you don't have to be like sleazy about it. And no, like and don't and don't don't come and start like you know grabbing on people early. You know, like people, you have to work yourself into that that mode. You know, I mean if that that was the thing I really noticed that I liked about the the first party I went to is like it just felt comfortable and natural and people I'd want to hang yeah. out with even if I wasn't about to see them naked. Did you notice like there was for me there was like a natural shift in energy so there was like um, mm-hmm. I knew where we were just by like the energy in the room like mm-hmm. initially it was like the greet and all the nervous energy then it was oh people are more comfortable we're talking about like interest and it was oh people are kind of flirting and like mm-hmm. massaging then it was like oh, oh here we go <laughs> yep. yeah. and, it was like, and there's, the, there's always that you know those like those voyager couples you know the ones that like yeah. strike out like like boom all of a sudden it's like we're all talking and then we look over and like someone's yep. got their and like something's yeah, changing something's yeah. in yes. something yeah. yeah that's a fun moment it is a great yeah. moment you know because you don't have you don't have that pressure on you to do anything you know no like, and, and okay. like and all of you can kind of stand around and watch them for a minute yeah. and then like people start and then then it's on you know mm-hmm. so I, ha- I wrote down an almost equivalent thing in there or like yeah. not equivalent but something that would be like a uh, adding on to that this is a little bit of just a personal one what and not everyone has to agree with this but don't sexify the party mm-hmm. ah. so one of my and this is just personal if you like corsets and Sexify. whips and you know like well so i've been to somewhere like people are like wearing costumes and like we're being sexy you know and i guess to me it's uh-huh. like you know what makes a party sexy is like being smart yourself. interesting yeah exactly authentic cool people mm. and like what turns me on is like tell me about like what you do who you are Ooh, you're hot i want to put a thing in you or you put a yeah. thing in me but you don't need like like I went to one where. But what if that? What oh, if like people wearing, like uh, a harness is what makes them feel sexy? So and know? that's where it's like this is 
totally just a personal preference. Yeah. So yeah. if this is and like and that's and I kind of avoid. There are some that have a little bit more of that kind of burlesque yeah. uh-huh. quality. So I just don't go to those because I'm just not their audience. And and so this is a totally. It's not a rule or a do or don't. I guess I shouldn't even say that way. It's just you, you don't feel, don't you, feel like you don't feel like you have to. to. Like okay. you don't yeah. need. Like I went to one where everyone was just having great conversations, and then suddenly it was like we're doing a strip tease, and I admit I turned in kind of like an asshole, like where I was like, "Hey, cool kids, like let's go over here I and would like too, yeah. talk in the corner," because it just that. suddenly was like <laughs> it just felt so overt and so uh-huh. forced and so like I don't know, like it's sexy Contrived. time now, yeah, guys, absolutely. you know, and it just it just I I think the more organic something is, and the more you actually just use the the actual energy of the people because if you have cool people they're gonna be the chemistry is just there but that's just a personal thing if you if you like whips and kink yeah 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 and i do i am kinky like i'm definitely kinky i like but like yeah because i think it's like the the showmanship of kink i would say it's kind of maybe that's it because i like i definitely and i've been at parties where i've been like yeah like folded over and spanked and like love that but just the 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 costume it doesn't have the costuming but that's just it's literally just a personal thing yeah and i'm more in line with you i just want to hang out with cool people and get naked with them you know yeah. like but but there is a whole i mean i guess what i would turn into like a do or don't is like do realize that there are multiple types of sex parties mm. yeah you know like there's kink sex mm. parties there's like bdsm you know there's like Maybe if you want to go to a dungeon yeah. and dress up and leather and all that stuff and if that's part of the enjoyment for you that's there for you if you just want to get together at a house party and you know mm. fuck everybody at the end of it that's there too. I think that's, that's true. And maybe I'm being insensitive. You're right. Like if you love, yeah, that's a good point. And, and yeah. I should, and maybe I'm being like if you are turned on by that and you like that, then awesome and do it. But what but. if you like vagina? You should still be a gay man. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, but yeah, no, I think that's that's a great point though, Miss um, Sunshine. Like, don't feel like you have to. Maybe that's it. Just don't feel like you have to. And if you don't like that, like that's cool. yeah, that's cool. Yeah. No. Yeah, you don't have to perform. You don't have to be. You don't any, have to perform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like mm-hmm. show up as you are and be okay with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's nice. Cool. What is the next one here? Ooh, yeah. Don't worry. Too, well, this is this is kind of what we just talked about, but also a little different. Um, don't worry too much about performance. I I feel like that's more so related to that's uh, that's boner issues. Yeah, boner issues. Okay, yeah. let's talk about it. Yeah, that that's an issue. Your your first party or your first few parties, like. It, it's performance you know you can have anxiety about that and that can affect you and just don't worry about it you know hopefully you'll be in a space where people are supportive and understand that and there's lots of other things you can do you know um yeah and i think just it, it, having an expectation that you are just gonna like bang for five hours and have be hard as a rock the whole time it's just it's unrealistic would you also pair that with um not worrying too much about like body image issues absolutely and- Absolutely. How do you what what kind of advice or what what would you say to people who are like a bit apprehensive because of like I don't feel comfortable being naked in front of other people or like I'm really shy about that or that gives me anxiety? What would you have to say for those people? Well, I think it goes back to you know just do whatever you're comfortable with. So if you don't want to get naked, don't get naked. You know if you want to like hang back and watch other people get naked first, and then you'll feel more comfortable. So wait till everybody else is naked first. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. I mean, that's what I would do. Uh, <laughs> As I say in another one coming up, like have really clean yourself, underwear. groom yourself, so you feel as confident about yourself. Yeah. Like getting naked like, as you can. Like you know, 
you're going to a sex party like it may just be a party but know that like you might get naked and Mask you want to f- yeah exactly at least yeah so um you know that's it's not an issue as much of an issue for me like i'm comfortable mm-hmm. nude around people but at the same time yeah so how do you feel about or what what kind of um i don't feel like women don't necessarily have to deal with that same kind of performance pressure or mm. do they do they in a different way I don't, and I think they do. Um, I think for whatever reason, I I don't feel that self. Con- I think because of the context of things, I feel yeah. it's again. I think the thing I said before, where like when I'm in it, it's kind of like dancing, where yeah. like I might be doing you the wrong steps, but activity. I'm just like into it. Right. So I don't really think. I don't think about those things that much, but I would say, and and Do I you actually notice male energy when they're apprehensive. That's I think more the thing. I just kind of in support of that, and I and I actually also surveyed some good friends who host yeah, these, yeah. and that was one of the things they said too was like, this is a complex environment, and you don't need to say like I never don't get hard. Like you don't need to justify it. Just be like a pussy eating champion mm-hmm. you know like, <laughs> you can be super popular at the party and not have a boner exactly and no one's gonna notice like hmm. there's which goes back to why you should bring your toys because you know if yeah. your dick yeah. can't do it then you can use something yeah. else to do it you know True. this is maybe this is a dumb example but the the most clean like clear memory i have of something that really turned me on at the last party was um there was somebody there that wasn't i, I don't even know if he was undressed he was like not doing anything but i was doing this like exploring this woman and like that was really exciting and then all of a sudden just grabbed his legs as like support (laughs) while like i was having this great experience and he kind of just stood there being like i'm gonna be the like the the structure on which you hold yourself up and like him just being available to be like there was somehow like very you know i don't know there's just like ways you can be present and involved that are great and don't worry and i guess for women of course like we're constantly worried about how we appear in the world but mm-hmm. just know that like if you're in this space you're you're embraced and you're like everyone's just so happy that you're letting them touch you <laughs> so Sounds like for me what know. i'm hearing from you is like you have to choose wisely choose what groups that you i think that's the biggest thing to. is to really be like make sure it's a trusted environment yeah. even like if you don't it, know the people that they, they know someone it's you a bit know smaller because like i mean if I'm just thinking about somebody who's going to like one of these bigger, like super like gangbang, yeah. I pay $30 and you don't know who's going to be there type thing. So like that kind of support is not necessarily present. It's like That's a bit more true. like um, yeah. sterile and cold, I would say. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't, I haven't gone to one of those. Um, like my experience has always been like a smaller group. Um, but yeah, I, I suppose the, the takeaway from that would be to really think about what your needs are in terms of, a group setting and your emotional needs mm-hmm. uh, and just really like honor that yeah. you've now you've been to things that are a little bit larger well, I, right? i've been to one with that was like I, I think the 30 dollars ones are good because they have strict rules and they i think there is a, a feeling of welcomeness and that they're, they're carefully monitored it's the ones where it's like women's like 50 bucks and then like couples are like 100 bucks and then like single dudes are like 200 bucks because the, the problem with that the, the problem with that is then like those dudes when they pay that much money have an they expectation yeah, yeah. Of, like you're, it's basically <laughs> yeah. like group prostitution right whereas like oh, something wow. where you're paying you know 30 40 bucks it's like it's just an event like what's gonna happen is gonna happen um 
And you were saying something earlier, I'm trying to remember, but it, it was that, oh, in terms of kind of that like performance and feeling comfortable and, and all of that is like, understand that if someone like, if you approach someone and they're not feeling it, they're like, hey, and they're just sort of, but they're not, they don't want to engage with you. Mm-hmm. Don't take that personally because like, you don't know where that's coming from. Like, that's not about your huh. body image, right? That just could be like, <coughs> can we talk I, about that? Yeah, for that's a, second? a like, good say no point. Yeah. So what? Let's outline some good ways to say no to people, but also let's talk about how to receive that no and not be destroyed by it. That's great. Well, and a lot of couples do come like there are sometimes where couples will come and say like, we are only here, like we've agreed to A, B and C, but not. So you sometimes you do have to just say like like a lot of times people have different like what they're comfortable doing and not doing. So rejection in that space is not a rejection. It's a, Hmm. I don't know. Okay. I mean, I always have like a soft approach. So like I can just sort of vibe the way that she's feeling as to whether it's, she wants me to continue or not. So it's, so she'll give me a kind of like, she'll give me a, Oh, Hey, you know, like, Oh, Hey, what's up? Or like, Oh, Hey, what's up? You know? And like, you can sort of (laughs) gauge from that how to move forward. So consent is always like a huge, um, it's the biggest. I mean, yeah, of course. And it's kind of just a constant checking in with everything. I'm just going to say like, Mm -hmm. are there explicit, can I do this? Da 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 da. Like, what do you expect in terms of consent at parties? I will say like, can I kiss you? Can I touch you here? Like, I'll just, I'll just come out and say it. You know, you try and say it sexy so it's not Mm -hmm. like too awkward or whatever, but yeah. Yeah, I think that's the way to go. Like, because, like there's there's nothing unsexy about like that there's something very sexy about a guy like maybe i'm already making out with someone Mm -hmm. and then someone else says like can i touch you it it's it's a hot thing to say anyway yeah Mm -hmm. and it does give you and usually if somebody asks then you're much more likely to be like yeah you can (laughs) but but you can't but it is it is hard sometimes to feel like it's okay to say like it, it is it's there is that weird pressure and i think just remembering that I don't know how to say it nicely. I guess I've kind of said something like, like, well, do you have to say it nicely? No, I don't think, well, if somebody's being aggressive, I don't think you have to, but there are sometimes where it's like, I don't, yeah, like where you don't necessarily want to, is it just a no thank you? I think, I think it's just a no thank you or like, not right now. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think you just have to, and I think you just have to be honest like that and just say like, Oh no, thank you. You know, or like, I don't know. I read somewhere um, that someone uses the line of um, not right now, but come find me later. Or I'll, I'll mm. come find you later uh, when I feel like it mm. or something, something mm-hmm. to that that's, effect. That's but, nice. I, so it kind of leaves it open and it doesn't yeah. like completely say like, no, I'm not attracted to you, you know, mm. but it's like, I'm just I'm kind of wanting to do something else right now. Yeah. I think I have said something like I'm kind of grooving on this this person or this oh, thing right yeah, now. Yeah, okay. yeah, I think I have said that. I that. Yeah. And I have I have used the excuse to men that I'm like, oh I'm kinda mostly here to like explore <laughs> things with women tonight. And which is honestly oh, nice. often the case that like the, it's a wonderful, fun, safe place to explore that. And I yeah. love women's bodies and I love being around them. And so it's easy to kind of just say, Oh, I'm just, you know, I'm just doing that thing tonight. And, or like, I'm mostly doing that right now. I feel like I, (laughs) this is terrible. Um, I mean, it's not really terrible. It's just like, all right. But I've definitely used a, I really have to go to the bathroom right now. Uh, Cause I knew it was like, when I go, somebody else is going to swoop in and Mm. start a conversation. I'm off the hook. So like, I'm just going to go to the bathroom, chill out for a little bit, you know, and, you're fine. Like, 
hey guys we have cocktails in the shop <laughs> so you're gonna hear like ice and glasses and things um yeah use the bathroom excuse i would say also <laughs> if you need yeah. to. or i'm gonna get a drink or a cigarette yeah, or, or I, ju- I just got done doing you know like i'm taking a break right now or something oh like that's that. good yeah, I've, got, you I've gotten that often break. do need a breather yeah. Yeah. Like, like, and sometimes yeah. that's just the case like they you are sweaty yeah. and tight ty- you know exactly like they need some water first you oh know? that's good yeah yeah no, i just need yeah. to time out yeah, yeah. exactly mm-hmm. and then usually you can sort of move around the party and it's not gonna be an issue you know yeah or like, if you don't like to say like, "Can I do X, Y, and Z?" You can say like, "Is like you kind of hesitantly touch them and say like, is this okay?" That's another thing. You, <laughs> you hesitantly, <laughs> creepily touch them. Not cre- did I say okay. creepily? Because I did not mean to say creepily. <laughs> no, I said I'm hesitantly. Carefully. That's what I think of when I hear hesitantly. Yeah, definitely be like Jelly. Millhouse. Jelly. Yeah, like, can I touch you? Like Millhouse Don't fallback. No, you cannot, sir. <laughs> Every revolutionary act is an act of love. And this is an act of love. So I am actively taking submissions for this butthole challenge that we mentioned earlier so <laughs> so you can send pictures of your favorite angle whatever you want to do just you know whatever makes your butthole look great um thanks for listening to another episode y'all follow us on twitter at ydw underscore podcast uh, hit us up with your thoughts your questions what you thought worked well if you like the show something you can continue to do to help us is donate because uh, we're indie and I'm doing this out of pocket. So go to youdidwhatpodcast.com, click donate to help us out and keep the shows coming. Um, big ups to my man Evan Cooney, my sound engineer expert. Uh, what the fuck did I just say? Sound engineer Evan Cooney. <laughs> what to say that? Sound Farm Studios in Brooklyn. Sound.farm is the website. No.com because he's that dope. Um, big ups to my man OD, odmusic.com, O hyphen D music. Thanks for lacing me with the tracks every week. Uh, come back next week, y'all. We got them goodies.